feeling today? Good morning, coffee moaners. How you feeling today? We've got our partly Christmas jumpers on. Even though it's not until tomorrow. People will go like, Christmas tomorrow. For us, Christmas starts tomorrow because it's the 1st of December. Try doing that. Try doing this. Try. Mark wanted no. Mark wanted to put his Christmas hat on, but I said it's peaking too early if you go if you go now. You can't wait. You I mustn't shoot me of Lodmus Wad too soon. Exactly. Exactly. Now we I can said hear ourselves. Oh yeah. I said to Nad, part of the thing about Christmas is annoying you, but she said don't annoy me too much. So Vlogmas starts tomorrow, 1st of December. If you're new to the channel, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so that you can be part of our Christmas madness through the whole of December. Now, a few requests. What we normally do at the beginning of Vlogmas is we ask you what you'd like us to do. And you often say all the things that we normally do. It's so sweet. Do you know what? As I went to bed last night, I was thinking of you guys as I was drifting off. And I was thinking... That's why you were squealing like a mad woman. I, I was thinking, you know, whenever... If this is the time of year where lots of magazines and stuff want to do interviews around Christmas, obviously, with foodies and all of that. And um, one of the things they always ask is, what are your Christmas traditions? Yes. And I think, God, oh, people really like to... And I thought... Wow, what we've created with Vlogmas for a lot of people are those traditions. Like people want the lift, the loft opening. They want the, you know, the tree in Covent Garden. It's like we've got our own set of absolute traditions. Like my tradition on Christmas morning for me is I have to have a hot sausage roll with cold cheddar oh, cheese. Yeah, that's all personal stuff. But now we've you've got that with us, and I love that. But so why are you and Dina dead set on destroying it all? We are not destroying Christmas. You are. We are coming up with some new ideas no, there's to a go difference. alongside the traditions. It's like the tradition may be that one always has turkey, but if one decides to add a little duck alongside, you're not taking away the tradition, but you're adding something to it. Well, what about when I want to add something to it? Mark, you constantly add things what? to it. What? Right, stop now, because this is annoying. I want you to make a Yule log wearing nothing but a strap-on. Apple crumble. For anybody that's new here, can you explain what apple crumble is to everybody else? Apple crumble is basically my safe word. He is, he is trying oh. to be, well, not trying, you're succeeding being very, very, kiss. Mark, kiss. I'm going to leave. Stop it. Well, that's a great thing to do, isn't it? To drink beetroot juice when you've got a white jumper on. Yeah, so lucky you did. I can't get beetroot out of a jumper, just to tell you. I'm not asking you to get beetroot out of a jumper. And if I got it in a jumper, oh, look at my mouth. Beetroot. Yeah, what a stupid, stupid thing, thing to drink. To you drink black coffee it's all your and, fault. and a beetroot shot together. <laughs> Have you not learned anything from Hang all on. the advice I give you on health? Hang on. This is what women do, isn't it? This is what I always find this fascinating when we go. No, they don't. Some women do. I've never done that in my life. You have, I've seen you. Right, so today we are going to be talking about Elon Musk. We're going to be talking about why men don't wash their hands after going for a wee. Uh, we're going to be talking about healthy donuts. Do we want them? And we're also going to be talking about the Kardashians. But it's, it's a tag, it, it's a peg. We're going to talk about other stuff. It's not just the Kardashians. Um, so, first of all, March, do you want to kick off with Elon Musk? Go fuck yourself. That's what he said to <laughs> all the advertisers 
on, um, basically, here's the thing. Elon Musk reshared a post your mouth, the, you look, now look like you're bleeding. I know, I'm sorry. It was, really it was such a stupid thing to do. I'm going to do that. Um, Elon Musk reposted, um, or reposted a while back, a post in which he uh, purported to, in a sense, reshare it's an anti-Semitic, an anti-Semitic post that was suggesting that, I think, reading into it, because it's very hard to get to the bottom of what was actually being said in the original post. Because they, but, they have, there's no quote of the post. No, 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 right I've there. seen the quote, but it's, oh. it's even more perplexing than I... It's, it's so obscure. I think what he was reposting was this idea that there's an, an element of the Jewish community that encourages... A, there's a, a liberal aspect to the Jewish community that encourages um, migration... Um, it's the idea that, you know, all the trouble that comes into your country is brought by migrants. And I think there's... And he reposted... Uh, no, and I think the idea behind the thing that, we, that he reposted was the idea of don't start moaning Jewish community when you want everyone to be let in. This is what you get type thing. Right. right? He's just a very unpleasant man. Well, no, he, he, he didn't say very... that. He reposted that. No, he has... he's very unpleasant. OK. So, that, <laughs> so that's one part of it. So Elon Musk and his involvement with the whole Israel-Palestine thing is curious because at first I thought he was a saviour because uh, I thought, oh, wow, he's offering Starlink to um, the Palestinian you know, aid, aid agencies, agencies that were in there. You know, and he was only going to offer it to the aid agencies. Obviously, he didn't want to support Hamas. Um, and uh, Israel pushed back on that and he pushed back on that. And then he reshared this thing, which has led to allegations of anti-Semitism. Um, he has subsequently said it was the most stupid thing he's ever done. Uh, it was, a, it was a, a moment of just thoughtlessness and he, he regrets it. And Maybe what, he was what stoned. Idiot. Maybe he was stoned, absolutely. But also separate to that, running alongside that, has been the suggestion by a... And this is a little bit complicated. There's been the suggestion by an, a sort of a media agency that I think is responsible for selling advertising space that has said that it's noticed or it's spotted that um, X, Twitter, has been posting, has been putting adverts by companies like Disney and Nike and all, you know, household names, McDonald's, what have you, alongside anti-Semitic far-right content. <coughs> and so consequently, you know, there's a, been a pushback and advertisers or companies like Disney are pulling out all of their advertising money. Um, you know, all of the money that they spend on advertising at X because they don't want, obviously, their, and understandably, they don't want their brands to be popped alongside uh, anti-Semitic content. Now... He's actually been raging in this interview, hasn't he? Raging. He's raging because he argues that, uh, A, that isn't the case, um, and B, that the systems that are in place try, uh, are, are sufficient to prevent any sort of hate speech. So he's coming from this sort of idyllic perspective that his platform operates honourably. So, OK, oh. let's, let's assume that it did. Let's assume that it did, perhaps, and that all the checks and balances were in place for both sides of Islamophobic content and anti-Semitic com content. His line on that is, you know, we, we, it's, a, it's a fair, clean cesspit of kind of opinion. Um, so, you know, fine, don't advertise. So he's just basically gone... He's thrown his sort of toys out of the, out of the pram and he's gone, go fuck yourselves, yeah. all of you. Yeah, and he, well, I thought he, that did he, quite a good job of describing it. He did, but I just yeah. I just wanted you to read Aaron's because I remember you saying that at the time when he offered Starlight, Aaron. Aaron Bullimore, I said at the time that Elon Musk doesn't do anything out of the goodness of his heart. He cares only for his reputation and the stock price. Well, he'll be ruining the day that he said go fuck yourself because he said it, it in essence to Bob Iger, who's the head of Disney, who was apparently talking at the same conference at which he said it. Mm. Um, so. 
X, Twitter, could we be seeing its demise? I think what was curious was the fact that, and I was talking to Maddie on the way this morning, it was curious footage seeing him in Israel, because of course he went to Tel Aviv, yeah. didn't he, to really apologise for and make good on his, on his he mistake. He must be really worried. Yeah, yeah, I think he is. Um, <coughs> personally, Twitter would be no loss to me. I think there's, that's where so many of the really horrible... Mm. Horrible things are said. I just find it a very unpleasant place, Twitter. Mm. I don't, uh, I, yeah. yeah, and I, I have to say there was also something curiously odd about watching Elon Musk walked around the devastation and the, 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 the scene of awfulness that's happened in, in Israel. You know, I think he was walked around one of the kibbutzes, I was watching the footage, and, uh, and he was shown a, a cot with, with gun shells in it and stuff like that. And there was just something very odd about the whole... Watching it was just... I just found the whole thing a little bit sinister and weird. And Benjamin Netanyahu guiding him personally. It, I don't know. There was something about it that made me feel... Mm, there was something... I mean, obviously, there's the sinisterness and what was sinister about the original attack. But there was also something quite, something quite <coughs> sinister about them walking just, around. It's a very odd, odd, odd thing. And then he turns that? around and says, OK, I won't give any internet to aid agencies. What a bizarre... What a bizarre now, setup. Now, uh, now this why, is... A, why, mm. why, OK, <clears throat> everybody knows of the horror of the 7th of October. Everybody knows it. So what, did he not know it? And now he does know it. Now he doesn't want to give help any aid, aid agencies for anybody else that might be the subject of any kind of horror. It's so weird. And I think Aaron hit the nail on the head. It's because nothing is truly coming from... Uh, a human place it's about bloody stock prices but can i just also say i don't actually think anything i'm seeing is making any sense anymore there's <laughs> there's something about and this, this is forget this isn't about israel <coughs> v palestine israel or palestine or anything like that um can i just say about that jumper in a minute can i just say that propaganda the propaganda specifically i have to say israeli at the moment probably it's bloody obvious it's really badly done I mean, it's like they need to get someone in from a PR firm to do something about it because it's just There's always propaganda on both sides. No, no, no. There is propaganda on both sides. We just see more, don't we? But I just want to also stress something else before we move on. Um, Sean King, really important post, has uh, looked into the statistics, and this is a rather depressing fact. Not only do we, and I'm going to say it, I am, I'm going to be opinion. This isn't Nadia's opinion. This is my opinion. Um, the mainstream media is incredibly biased and we are getting very much one side of the of the news and we are being pressured into having sympathy much more for one side of the equation and we are being told to only listen to one or certain parts of the full historic truth of what is happening in the Middle East by the mainstream media. So one's only hope in some sense, without wishing to sound like um, Princess Leia in Star Wars, uh, our only hope, Luke, or R2-D2, whatever it was, <laughs> uh, you know, our only hope was really social media. But interestingly, Sean King has posted today to say that Meta, Facebook, outrageously, is shadow banning and um, stopping and removing posts to such an extent that there has been a 90% reduction in content pertaining to the pro-Palestinian or pro-ceasefire content. And how do they how does how do they know this? Because all of the Palestinian journalists, doctors, medics, commentators, supporters are either having their accounts with removed or they're looking at that really useful uh, device that's at the bottom of every post if you go onto Instagram and oh, yeah, write it. it shows you. Insights 
and yeah. it shows that absolutely no one is seeing anything. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, the to evidence... Your non-followers. It, it, yeah, to no new so followers. So Instagram, yeah. in fact, Meta mm -hmm. has given us the statistics because all you have to do is press on insights to see how they're controlling us. So control and propaganda is real. And you know what? I'm not going to be... I'm not going to apologise for the fact that sometimes one has to shift the balance a little bit. And so if one feels that sometimes certain people's emphasis is one way, it's because there is an enormous cultural balance that's out of balance. So there we go. So that's, that, you know, so anyway, so Elon Musk wandering around, I have to say something deeply grisly and unpleasant about watching Elon Musk and, and Netanyahu wandering around Very together, odd. if I'm honest. Very so there odd. We go. Right, let's go on to men not thinking that their penises are dirty. Well, this is a really important question. A really important topic. Crumble, crumble, thank you for mama. Yeah, oh, so now, Becky Fithian. Becky Fithian, thank you. Oh, not only for that, but thank you also for this. I'd like to thank... Who's giving you that? I'd like to thank the, right. I'd like to thank no. the Academy. No, no, no. Carry on. I'd like to thank the... Well, I was going to thank the Academy. Um, so, thank you so much, sweetie. But, of course, the best gift uh, came in pieces. It's over there, just in a box. It shattered, unfortunately, which was a, a Nutella bauble, which I can't think of anything yeah, better. Yeah, such a shame. Uh, yeah, so thank, thank, you, thank you so much. Thank you so much. But nobody, everybody don't send us any presents. You can no. send us a card if you want, but no presents. We don't want you spending your money, really. Yeah, absolutely. But it's very kind, those that have already, but no more. Okay, so um, why don't Dirty men... Dirty dongs, said Edward. Dirty dongs. Okay, why don't men wash their hands? New research suggests that 69% of men don't scrub their hands in the bathroom. It's time for them to clean up their act, say health experts. That was a really right. obvious who, use of... Who, right, just a yes, no, if you um, always wash your hands after you've had a wee. Hang on a minute. How can they say 69% of men don't scrub their hands? Hang on. And then when you go to the thousand adults, it said one in five men don't wash their hands. That's 20%. Oh, God, you've lost me. I'm sorry. I'm an end I've gone to another universe now. I don't. Oh, this. Uh, I just whereas think a, a lot study at the beginning of the hands. pandemic found that men, 69% of men don't wash their hands. I just hands. think a lot of men don't wash their hands. Let's just stick with that. Let's not get too. So, why are people saying yes? What are they answer? What did you ask? Do they always wash their hands after they've had a wee? Always and before kid cooking. Liars, says Glenda the good bitch. Liars about who? <laughs> My God, yes, says Rachel. All the people that are saying yes, they always wash their oh, hands. Oh, I thought you after... just asked men. I was, I was, no, I said, you're... does everybody here? Yes. Right. The... Everybody How says. Do they know this? Yes, since COVID, I'm always washing my hands. Julian, yes. Everyone has said yes. Not a single person has said no. Mm. That's why they got rid of the nuts in the pub, says Lee Durham. Yes, 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 says everybody. Now, go to the um, to the article because it's really quite funny. What they say, can, you, where, can you get the article? It's really quite funny. The reasons that men give for not washing their hands, which are... <clears throat> um, uh, 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 so I think it's further up because then there's the reasons why you should. Mm -hmm. Right, speaking of... Many men said they don't really think about it as a problem, with some saying they're not getting urine on their hands and they don't see their genitals as dirty. So why bother with the faff? Right, so Dr. Jerry Shankner says, well, there's some truth in the idea that um, genitals themselves... <laughs> are relatively clean. Um, I mean, they're going to be cleaner than your hands, aren't they? Because they've been in your pants, you would think. 
Uh, but that's not the point. The Ooh. risk you're avoiding is not about direct contact with infectious material, but the cumulative effect because... Oh, this um, is getting really <laughs> but what are you looking for? The bit about underwear? Yeah. So several harm harmful germs leak in your underwear. Feces, salmonella, E. coli and norovirus can survive for hours in bathrooms, particularly when they're not frequently clean. Now, does anyone get the head F-U-C-K, though, with washing your hands? So you wash your hands and then you turn it off yes. the tap and then you open the yes. door. Okay, let me explain to you exactly. So it's like in your own bathroom, if you know everybody's washing their hands, that's fine. But when you're out, I always see people doing all of yeah, this. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, what do I do now? Then you go out into the world and you go up the tube and you put your hand on the thing. My penis is cleaner than most toilets. Uh, oh, what's that? My uh, penis is much cleaner. Sorry to bring this back to me. Stop saying your penis over and over. No, I didn't. I said it twice. And, and what I'm trying to say is, in there, down there, and all that stuff is much, much, much cleaner than many of the lavatories I've been into. And so you're right. What happens as you try and retreat from a loo is really something amounting to almost a SWAT team, where you have to kind of clean, do the lock, well, do you know what do I the do? Flip. I just stop thinking about it because. Why? If I've washed my hands and I've turned off because of the insanity of it. So, so then you don't like open that? the door and then you can't. And I think that that can lead to really obsessive thinking. So, though I absolutely believe in washing your hands after the loo, I also think we are so obsessed with cleanliness that we are making our, literally making ourselves unwell. Sorry, Our sorry gut I have to interrupt you with Steph. I'm a mother of two teen boys. The youngest is a wannabe minger. I want to be minger. Sorry, sorry. I love that. So, like, I think we are too obsessed with cleaning, and I think that it's definitely well. It's some scientific fact. We need germs to be uh, to have a strong immune system. I'm of the opinion that my fingers down there are coming. If if I was to touch the tap, touch the door. I don't touch the door, I don't touch the lock on the door. I always leave the door unlocked so I don't have to touch the lock. I'll go for a wee. Then I will, if the, you know, a lot of the taps have the auto thing, so they mm. auto. They're great, because then you do the auto thing. So like at local cinema, you do auto wash, 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 auto soap. But then you go auto, out into the world. No, 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 hang on. Auto dry. Because one of the other problems with, one of the other things I've heard, and I saw a report about this recently, was that actually the dryers, those Dyson dryers, are terrible for spreading the germs. Spread it, it just blows yeah. it all over the place. It's like when people wash a chicken. Washing a chicken is the most dangerous thing yeah. because what you do is microcosms. Microbacteria. <laughs> Kissing a chicken Sprays is really Sprays all across your kitchen. Yeah. So, you know, you've got the tap running, you've got the chicken and you're yeah. flying the chicken all over the place and all those bits. Never leave a toothbrush <clears throat> out in a bathroom because when you flush the loose, small fecal matter will fly everywhere, go into your toothbrush, you clean it into your gums and basically you have shit breath. So unnecessary. So 100% unnecessary. <laughs> you're showing off now. What? It's true. Stop. So... I think the best way is you wash your hands and then you just get on with life. Because every one of the people that I know and my sister knows who obsessively clean and use bacteria and use tissues are the only people that we know that are constantly having bad stomachs. It's so, it's as clear as that. 
And I think it's because they don't get enough bacteria. And apparently they did a they did a really a clinical trial at Cleveland, Ohio, unbelievably, you can believe it's there, where they got 10 students, they had 10 toilets, and they had 10 students, and they asked them to lick the toilet seat of each toilet, and then... Yes, yeah, so they licked the toilet seat of each toilet, and then they had to put their tongue onto it was like litmus paper, and then they did um, they did a test of how how many germs there were, and then they got them to lick a funny feet lolly to see how many were on that, and there were more on the funny feet lolly than there were on the toilet seats. Wow! Somebody there saying Vivian Westwood only ever had a bath once a week. Well, you know, holistic people will say only bath your child once a week. Obviously, you wash their hands, you wash their bum and everything. But actually, to overwash is, again, they're not building up that immune yeah. system. Thing. Well, there's a difference between not over-scrubbing and getting rid of all those vital kind of Loads. bits and bobs and not washing your hands and going to the loo. I mean, like I, all the cleaners that people use, you know, all of that stuff is really toxic. You know, people, air fresheners, pumping out... All that sort of stuff, you should use it as a minimum, not like mm. all the time. Mm. Oh, she's looking keep hearing. Oh, she's mm. there. She's just generally moaning. She's just generally she's moaning. She's totally fine. She's had a breakfast. Look, yeah. She snuggled up on the, on the nice cushion. I think what moaning. alarms some women is that men can go to the toilet quickly and come out <clears> quickly. And there's a sense or a feeling or a belief that perhaps they haven't washed their hands. I mean, I think oh, some... Oh, so would I, Lee. I think sometimes there's the, what one would call the pinch wash which is a flick the tap on, pinch the fingers that have done the debris, uh, wash the pinched fingers, mm -hmm. that, you know what I mean. And, you know, it's, it's like, how effective is that? So, um, so yeah. Lots um, of people saying, what about sitting on the toilet seat? I make myself. I Do you? What, yeah. in public? Yeah, in public because toilets. I'm like, what am I really doing here? I'm going to be hovering, hovering. Good squat? No, I, I just, because I don't want to get obsessive thinking about because I, I nearly went there, didn't I, through the pandemic? Yes. You know, washing, and I, I hated that yeah. feeling of just like, and I had well, so I think, much yeah. sympathy for people with OCD, my God. I think you're right. I think for some people, it can be the beginning of a slippery slope, sometimes a slippery arse. And, you know, I mean, but I, I can't sit on a toilet. I can't sit on a toilet. I'm just getting I myself really hope limited the fact up that you've vlogmas. had a double espresso and a beetroot that you're going to feel quite sick in a minute. Well, that's not that, that's you've not showed off nice. having both those things together and now you're over the top. That's not very nice. Good. Okay, well, let's move on. That's why men don't pee themselves. Don't pee themselves, don't wash their fingers. Wash their fingers. Um, let's, okay, let's talk about Kourtney Kardashian. Kourtney Kardashian's mum, Chris Jenner. Who would have thought Kourtney Kardashian would end up being the real little rebel in the family? No, no, Could Kourtney Kardashian mum really hurt by Chris Jenner blindsiding? Well, she didn't tell her she was pregnant. And then she saw it on the telly um, the story. when she had, she basically went to her husband's concert and held up this big sign to him. And then, of course, it went across TMZ and everything. And the next morning, Chris Jenner wakes up and sees that her daughter's pregnant. So I think in the episode last night, she was saying how much this, this upset her. And so we were thinking about that. And we were thinking, is it... Is it absolutely the parents' right to be the first to hear if their child is pregnant? And, and I like to think that I'm very free and easy about these things, but actually, I think I would be really upset. So just to read... If our girls told... Don't worry, they know I've told them the story. If our girls 
one of them is pregnant. They told their friends and then they sort of, I don't know, put it on Instagram. So I think I'd be devastated. Yeah, I think I would. I mean, her reasoning behind that was everything becomes, everything becomes a show, everything becomes... And she just wanted it for herself. Mind you, she didn't do it in the course. She's quite a controlling mum, though, isn't she? Uh, yeah, but she admits to that. And she's made them all bloody multi-millionaires. And both. some of them billionaires. True. But both my mum and your mum had, had spectacularly underwhelming responses to every child yeah. I had. My mum was just like, with every single one of them, my mum was like, really? Yeah, my mum was like that. I don't think motherhood was a particularly in, in, in alluring prospect for either of them. I think your mum was very good at it, but it just was something she had to do. My mum didn't want to do it and found herself doing it. It's a little curious comb yeah. combination, those two, really. Amazing that we, maybe that's why we love being parents. Yeah. I think it's true. Has everybody here, anybody here that's had a child, told their parents first? And I think what, that... before their partner? No, no, no. They're told their parents before they've told all their friends and their... Mm. I can't remember now, who we told first. Now, interestingly, I don't want to... I don't want to say who it was. I do remember someone, a male, a friend of mine, being extraordinarily offended by the fact that when his partner got pregnant, she ended up not having the baby, actually... Um, he wasn't told. She only told her mum. That was the other way around. He found he was yeah, really do you, hurt. Should you all should the, well? I mean, it so depends on the circumstance, doesn't depends it? On the but mom. does every man have the right to know what if yes, somebody? Okay. What even if it's a one night stand? Mm, that's a good question. Because if they're taking zero responsibility, nor mm -hmm. thinking about the consequences. Yeah, I don't know. Captured the grade says, close friends first, then parents, but not publicly till you've told parents. There you go, I love that. That's just really clear. That's Cap what well, capture that grade. You've closed that story down for us. Thank you so much. That's good. I like that. I think that. that's dealt with. Yeah, I like that. There was someone on the radio today who phoned in Nick Ferrari who was so functionally on point. He almost brought the entire programme to a halt because I could hear Nick Ferrari think, oh, well, there's nothing more to do here. He was so efficient. It was oh, great. Oh, look at that. Who's that? I like that. Well, I told my mum... I was pregnant before I spoke to my husband, only because I was getting married in 12 weeks and I was stressing. Did you ever tell him what? that you told your mum first? Oh, that's a good one. God. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> might find out now. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Um, Dawny Harvey, I told my friend she was pregnant. She said, no, I'm not, but I've missed a period. She was pregnant. <laughs> so you told her before she even knew, before she even told herself. I love that. Okay, we're now going to talk about something that I think shouldn't be allowed. I think it's an oh, absolute sacrilege. DK612. I told my mum first. My husband was shy to tell his mum because then she'd know we were having sex. Oh my, we were so I yeah, love wow. that because I wanted to say that. Is, did anybody get embarrassed about telling their parents? Because it is the absolute out there spoken that you've had sex. Because kids are like that, aren't they? They like to think that their parents have only had sex for the amount of times that they have children. This conversation so like, I always you just had two. This conversation always makes me feel really uncomfortable because I always remember a friend of my mum's years ago, and he wasn't a very pleasant man, saying something like this. He said, well, even Thelma and Gordon have had sex because they had three children, and I felt like stabbing him in the neck. <laughs> I was like, how dare you tell me my grandparents had sex? Yeah. I don't want to know that. And yeah. Not because I'm... But they're my grandparents. Yeah. But then there were some grandparents who were quite happy about everyone knowing they had sex. Gloria Chesson told her daughter she was pregnant before she knew. Yeah, being able to spot it. Yeah. I can always spot it. It's really weird. I always know at work when somebody's pregnant and I don't say anything. And then they'll tell me, like, months later, I went, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> they were like, did 
you said yeah. Okay. I said it to Kay. I said she's bringing. Do you think you have the power of knowing when someone's had sex? Sometimes you can see the it. The night before? Yep. Can you? In yep. what way? What? Well, just sometimes you can see it because they're just jolly in a different way or a new energy. Really? Yeah. Smell it? I think you have to know them quite well. How well? Maybe you've had sex with them. Hey, hey, do you get me? Oh, Mark, you're being too much. I'm not even bloody joking. Stop it. Okay. Right, we're going to go now. No, no, we're going to move on to two words that just should never be combined. This is sacrilege. This is culinary. This is culinary fratricide. Healthy donuts. What the hell is that about? Healthy donuts. Well, I'm not talking. You can talk. You've okay. been disgraceful. I haven't been disgraceful. That's a, that's a huge exaggeration. You're engaging in hyperbole. Carry on. Okay, this is the world's best job. I don't think it is. A donut scientist reveals how she's creating a healthier future for her bakery. This is the idea that you bake a donut rather than deep fry a donut. Is that right? Because you essentially you deep fry a donut, don't so you? So what does a donut mean to you? A donut means to me deep Fried, lush donuts. I walked, I was in Covent Garden the other day oh. and I walked past this shop and I love what she's doing and I love all the colours and I thought, I'm going to go in and buy one of these and then I just swerved and I didn't go in because though it's lovely what she's doing. Oh, this is her. It's not a donut. What's the name of it? What do you mean? Is, oh, urban this legend. is Urban Legend. I've seen these and I've walked in the opposite direction from yeah. them. They're Has anyone tried a baked donut? Oh, I'm sorry. I find this utterly... I don't want to diss her business or anything like that, but I'm, the whole point of a donut is it's bad for you, no? Well, it says less fat, less sugar, less calories. Which less fun. Is important. But I'm going to give it a go. I think we're going to buy a box and we're going to try them in Vlogmas. Why don't we try them in the car? I know what we'll do. I know what we'll do. We're going to do a test. Let's do a test. Shall we do this test? We'll get a box of Urban Legends and we'll get a box of, what are the other ones that we like? Krispy Kremes. Krispy Kremes. And we'll see which one we genuinely want oh, to keep Mark, going Oh, Mark, you at. can't do that. Yeah, and then we will just we're going to like the Krispy Kremes. Well, we don't know. We might not. It might be a really quid quo pro situation where we end up gobbling all of the really healthy ones. And then save the really unhealthy ones for later. Let me say something quite controversial. Oh, God. I've just had a thought. Oh, good God, that is quite controversial. <laughs> I what? don't think Krispy Kremes are that fried. Oh, don't say that. This is... Ah, oh, what? God, they're so soft. Hang on a minute. Oh, Hang on a minute. Why have we started talking No, about I've just had a thought. No, please don't. She might... Oh, no, it's terrible, isn't it, when we both have thoughts. It's not good. She might bake them, but look, she chucks a load of shit on top of them still, doesn't she? Yeah, but... They're probably made with... Natasha Tiramos sums it up perfectly. Less delicious. And you should As, know... There's not a single person here yet that said they've tried one. Okay, are you... What should we do, guys? Should we do the donut taste test? Should we do it? Blind. Blindfolded, says Paula Farron. Well, that's what I've said to you this morning, but you weren't listening. I said blind. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. That's it for today. Really look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. And tomorrow is Vlogmas. Oh, shitting hell. You're